0: He said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. That's actually unhinged. Hello and welcome to She's All Batch. I'm Stephanie and I'm Jackie and we don't care if you're here for the right reasons we are just happy you are here.
1: So join us as we talk shit about our favorite show and I have so much shit that I need to talk in Clayton's Corner. That's a new wow. song I just wrote
0: right now. Yeah. So we made it. We made it to the finish line. We're at the end. How do you feel? I feel alive. <sighs> you feel alive. Okay.
1: I feel dead. Finally. <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> no, I and the thing is, like, I don't want to sit here and be like, this show is so annoying, but that was so annoying.
0: Yeah, that did not need to be three hours at all.
1: Right. And I we can get into it, but like if the ending was going to be that Zach and Katie are together and they're happily engaged, I would have loved to see more of them together. Cause quite frankly, like I don't think we really saw a lot of their relationship, especially these past few episodes, was so focused on Gabby. Like literally, Katie's dates were getting cut. And it's just like if you want me to care about the final couple, show me the final couple and show me, like, them actually connecting and, like, being happy. I feel like they
0: were trying to make us think it was Gabby the whole time. Well, I I disagree. I feel like in the end, like, when they're showing the after the final rose stuff, I mm-hmm. didn't care to see Katie and Zach. Why did you literally cut Gabby off in the middle of her, like, really powerful hot seat with Zach? For Jesse to chime in and say, just letting you know it's live TV, we only have a few more minutes, like, shut the fuck up. We literally sat and had Sean Lowe and Catherine on this couch, but then we're, we're cutting Gabby off when she finally gets her, like, redeeming moment. I know, I was Literally, so mad. fuck Especially, you. Especially,
1: and, like, the whole first hour, even, too, was just, like, the classic formulaic, like, oh, they go meet the parents. Oh, they have their last, like, their last chance yeah. dates or whatever they call it. And so it's, like, that whole first hour we didn't need, like, cut to the good stuff and I feel like Jesse didn't really press on asking good questions. By the time we finally got to Katie and Zach, I would have loved for Jesse to be like, "Hey, Katie, how did you reconcile with the fact that Zach told yeah. literally an entire country that he slept with another woman without her consent, without her knowing that he was going to air yeah, her how do you feel about that? <laughs> Right? Like, I would love to know. I would love to know if they had a conversation about that and worked through it. Or like, I I know nothing. I'm so mad.
0: We know this finale was going to be a shit show when Jesse starts off by basically saying Peter Weber is the benchmark (laughs) for success. Like, the last time we had a Bachelor engagement from The Bachelor, not The Bachelorette, was Mm -hmm. Peter Weber. Like to put Peter at the top of the pyramid here. That's what we're striving for. That's why this was such a mess. That's why the volume went out in the middle of the the episode. I know, that was so crazy. What happened to you? I would like to know your story. Where were you when the volume went out during the bachelor <laughs> finale? Where I'll was always I? remember where
1: I was. Yeah. Well, so my, my story is I don't know, I'm assuming you just watch on like normal cable or whatever. I normally stream it from the ABC app, but recently I've been logging into my mom's Fubo account, which is apparently also a way to watch live TV. But literally this morning she texted me being like, when you watch Fubo, like don't watch it on your smart TV, like put it on your phone and then airplay it to the Apple TV because it keeps kicking me out, like giving me all these restrictions of how I had to watch Fubo on my mom's account. So I thought I was somehow like getting kicked out because of that or like something was glitching with the fubo and the airplay from my phone to my apple tv so that's my story i really thought it was a me problem it's me hi i'm the problem it's me but then you called and then i'm like freaking out i'm like oh my god i'm like trying to pull up abc.com on my computer and that was kind of glitching too so it might have been more than just sound of what abc was struggling with and then you call me in the middle of it and i'm like stephanie not now like i don't have time i'm too stressed where were you the night. So, of my story,
0: I'll always remember the story the night that the volume went out. Um, so, <laughs> I'm in bed. I lower it during commercial breaks because that's when I do like memeing, Twitter, yeah. you know, catch up on everything. So, I lower it. And then the show comes back on. So, I put the volume back on and it's not working. And I'm like, oh, fuck, did I do something? Mm-hmm. Which I think everyone can relate to. Everyone thinks they like accidentally hit a button. So, I turn it on, I turn it off. I, do everything. And then I'm like, I need to relocate. I relocate. And it actually crossed my mind. Like, can I do a recap without actually watching the show? And so I go into my living room, same thing. I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to do. I'm going to have to like read tweets and catch up. And then a few minutes later, it comes back on. I go on Twitter and I realize I am not the only one. America is all in this together and everyone's dealt with the exact same thing. So I'm glad we can all unite around this night.
1: Yeah, I also, too, consider it. I'm like, can I literally just finish this entire show watching the captions? Like, honestly, probably. But the problem was
0: during the volume outage, the captions said no audio. Oh, there were no captions. Oh, I didn't
1: realize that. All right, well then. Plan B failed. Need Seriously. To go to plan C. Also, too, something, though, that I think is interesting to note here. It's like, if you can miss a solid 15 minutes <laughs> of a finale of a show and literally have not missed
0: anything, maybe the finale is too long. I don't know, just a thought. 100%. And Jesse, when he does the whole, like, sorry about that, guys. We had some technical difficulties, but you didn't miss much. And then he made another stupid, like, Zach shower joke. But the fact that he's like, you didn't miss much, it was a, a date that we missed. So the fact that you're admitting that it wasn't much, yes, exactly, proves that perhaps your finale didn't need to be three hours. That was a little so excessive. Annoying. Yeah. But a question for you. Uh, mm-hmm. Was ABC silent or were they silenced? <sighs>
1: I think they were silent, because who would be doing the silencing if not ABC? hmm hmm I mean, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that, like, this was a record-breaking amount of people watching this Bachelor finale, and therefore, like, they didn't have the tech or the bandwidth. So I don't really know what happened there. It's
0: like Chris Harrison pulling the strings behind the scenes trying to probably. mess up the finale. He heard that this was getting too much buzz and needed to, like, sabotage in some way. Yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. All right. So, I mean, we start out, Ariel gets her hot seat. She gets her moment. A lot of time was actually dedicated to Ariel kind of putting Zach in his place, which Mm -hmm. I appreciated. Um, We find out that Ariel found out about Zach breaking his no sex rule with America, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, it is. But like, why does it matter at that point?
0: To her. Because she was
1: already, like, the relationship was already over.
0: Yeah. She still felt, like, disrespected and she when she questioned him and she's like, why wasn't I given the same courtesy? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. his gut answer is like, well, because I knew you were going home. That's why. But he can't say that because he knows that he'll be villainized even more.
1: I think a really great line of hers was by putting sex off the table, you made the entire week about sex. And I, I literally just, like, put that in quotes and was like, queen.
0: Because I think that was a really poignant thing to say i mean not to mention you also named it sex week and helped us Mm -hmm. sell t-shirts so you you put (laughs) sex on the the focal point of everyone's mind a lot more than it needed to be and went against what your whole goal was
1: right and to like sum up again like we didn't really get to see or figure out how that impacted the relationships because once Gabby's dirty laundry was aired out, it was never discussed again. And
0: that's just, I keep going back to like how frustrating that was. We move over to Gabby, we see her like final dates and stuff, and she is just super in her head again, super anxious. I want to point out that right off the bat, we hear Gabby say, if it doesn't go well, I won't be meeting Zach's family." Now, I called this because they only showed I won't be meeting Zach's family in the trailer because they wanted to make it look like Gabby eliminates herself. In the trailer, it says, um, will Zach's final choice not be his own? And then it says, Gabby, I won't be meeting Zach's family tonight. And then it looks like she goes home. Mm -hmm. So never believe the trailer, just a PSA, guys.
1: Yeah, never, absolutely never. You've been duped if you think that you can know what's happening from that trailer. Um, something I noted in this like portion of Zach spending time with Gabby is I was keeping a lot of tabs on what he was saying to both women and so I don't remember exactly the context Gabby was saying something about they're talking about the night that they had spent together and Zach says no 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 that was huge for us you opened my eyes like in my heart like in its love which I know doesn't really make sense but is that something you would say to someone that you like knew you weren't Picking?
0: No. And fast forwarding to the end when sh- when they're breaking up, she's like, you've known, you've known. And he's mm-hmm. like, no, I just, I just made this decision the night prior, like when he went to bed, he said. And then at the end, he says he's known that it's been Katie since their, quote, last chance day, which is basically just their last day as a couple on the show. So you knew way before you said you knew.
1: Yes. And I would like to then hear from Katie, like, how do you feel? Feel that he was saying things like you open my eyes like in my heart like it's love to someone else because then when katie said um a little bit after she said she is in love with him like she wasn't falling anymore like she is in love with him and his response was oh my god and then kissed her before he could say oh my god mm-hmm. these responses make no sense
0: that's also a really dumb line you've opened my heart in what does he say what is it <laughs>
1: you open my eyes like in my heart like it's love Wow. Didn't say it was True. love, he said, like it's love. Like
0: it's love. Truer words have never been spoken, Zachary.
1: But to even say, too, like, that was huge for us, meaning them sleeping together in the fantasy suite. He's mm-hmm. like, no, 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 that was
0: huge for us. Was it? Maybe he was talking about his rock-hard boner.
1: Yeah. It was He's huge. Like, <laughs> exactly.
0: Gabby says she feels like an accessory in a crime and that she's guilty because the last time she saw Zach, he was calling himself a failure in front of the three girls during the the rose ceremony like she's just so in her head and again like to gabby's defense zach could have told her at any point during any of these conversations she's clearly expressing like i'm not okay with this i'm not feeling Mm -hmm. right like something feels wrong and her gut was obviously correct yeah but instead he's telling her like it's love (laughs) like it's like love babe but gabby also tells zach she's in love with him after talking to his sisters that's all it took So both girls are kind of level playing field here, both in love. Mm Mm-hmm. Neck and neck, so we think. (laughs) So
1: we think. Did you feel that we saw way more of Gabby's time than we did Katie's? Because that's how I felt. Obviously, I didn't have a stopwatch for every moment that each thing was shown. Because, like, even two... There was a lot of references to, like, the last chance date or whatever. I'm
0: like, did we see Katie's last chance date? After the volume went out, I was totally <laughs> thrown off. Like, I could not believe during the, quote, most dramatic finale, the volume goes out. Like, I was just so focused on that. And is it really just an on and off switch? Like, how did that actually work? The audio is done. <laughs> the It's all edited and ready to go. I can't just publish mm-hmm. this podcast Already and all, you know, audio looking good. And then all of a sudden a chunk of it in the middle is not there. Imagine we purposely air like 20 seconds of silence.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think maybe someone made a mistake and that part of the audio was not exported with the entire file.
0: That person needs to be fired because that's pretty fucked up.
1: Or given a raise in a promotion because everyone was tweeting about it and it got The Bachelor buzzin'. True. So after the sound went out, it cuts back into like Gabby's date and that's when Zach starts saying things to her, like, I'm torn. I don't know where I'll be in two days. He, he, This is another thing I wrote down. I'm torn. I don't know where I will be in two days, but the right thing is going to happen. What a stupid you know. thing to say
0: to someone. <laughs> right. And in that moment, it's like he knows it's not Gabby. Um, another stupid thing he said Monday night was, in a couple of days, I'll be engaged to my fiance. Like yes that's normally who you're engaged to Zach your fiance yeah like okay my (laughs) best friend yeah
1: but yeah I don't know I just I really felt for Gabby and I just don't think because I agree I think like Zach knew then when he's saying he's torn and saying things like yeah I don't know but like the right thing is gonna happen to Gabby it's like you know then I don't get why he had to put her through all the bells and whistles of Getting her in a dress, getting her down there to break up with her like on that podium, as opposed to just letting her go during this date.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Like after everything you put her through, mm-hmm. exposing what happened with her behind closed doors for all of America to see, you couldn't just like show up at her door the night before the right. proposal and and let her go privately, not dressed up in a rose ceremony dress and right. No, it's just like rude. It's just monster. <laughs>
1: as you put it
0: um because this is a, a finale and we needed more fluff in this sandwich we bring down sean lowe and he yes. and katherine sit with jesse for like i don't know i didn't have a stopwatch either but i would say a solid 10 minutes he was there like they got a commercial break and came back and they were still there
1: yeah and that's a good solid 10 minutes that could have gone back to gabby's conversation yeah also the kardashians trailer cut that Put it back to Gabby's conversation. Like, we could have shaved some minutes off this for the stuff we really
0: wanted to see. I mean, I feel like Sean kind of went off the cuff a little bit. I, I He didn't go by his, like, media trains responses that he's supposed to have. But he's like, yeah, you don't have their phone number by the end of the show. You barely know them. You're making crazy decisions on this show. He called it a silly little reality show. Mm-hmm. Mike Fleiss is in the back like, Sean, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs> he's never getting called to come back again.
0: Yeah. I don't blame ABC for wanting to always pull Sean low. He obviously, with the success rate of the show, he is the only, right now, the only standing bachelor who's married to his final choice. So, like, Ari obviously is married to his runner up, and Jason Mesnick is married to his runner up. So, Sean's the only one. And I don't know, what do you think about the success rate of the show?
1: Um, I think that it's clearly not enough time to actually get to know someone while filming the show. It's almost as if the process doesn't work. Um, but yeah, these couples basically just go into the real world and they're screwed. I like, they literally don't even know each other's middle names, phone numbers, Maybe that success rate would be a little higher if the couples were required to download the paired app. And that's a relationship app that helps
0: you get to know your
1: partner a lot better.
0: Yeah, so the paired app is a relationship app and how it works is you and your partner download the app. You pair with your significant other and then each of you are sent questions, quizzes and games to deepen your connection. And you don't see your partner's answers until you answer yourself, so it's really cool. Uh, Some popular questions from the paired app are, uh, what do you remember about the first time you met? What about your partner do you find the sexiest? What's something you admire most about your partner? And what makes you feel lucky in your relationship? Maybe if Zach and Katie download the paired app tonight and Mm -hmm. answer some of these questions together, I think that will deepen their connection and maybe set them up for more success. Because right now the track record's not good. Odds are they will break up. Not trying to put out the bad vibes, guys, but just going against statistics here. Yeah, for sure. That would definitely help if they
1: use this. So whether you're just a few dates in or you've been together a long time, it is time to lighten the mood and have fun with your partner using Paired. So you guys can go to paired.com slash All Batch and get a seven-day free trial and 20% off if you sign up for a subscription. So that is Paired.com, P-A-I-R-E-D.com
0: slash she's all batch to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using paired and a happier relationship starts here. So we finally get to like the bread and butter of the finale. It's who's, who's he choosing? We're two hours in and we're finally (laughs) getting to this point. Jesse tells us to brace ourselves because this is a rough one. And he continues to remind us that he was there at the finale. Like, we know, bro. You're the host. You've been working on the show. Like, he, it's like, he keeps patting himself on the back. Like, I would know I was there. Mm -hmm. Like, thanks. We got it.
1: Also, I kept remembering what he had said at the top of the episode, which is, you may know how this is going to end, but you have no idea. And slowly but surely, as things are unfolding, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Jesse, this is actually how I thought things were probably going to end. Like the fact that there was literally nothing surprising, special, different, like it really was just like a standard formula engagement really grinded my gears.
0: And the only thing different about the standard finale was Gabby uh, Mm -hmm. in the hot seat expressing how she felt and really standing up for herself that I was like, yes, this is what I wanted to see. I wasn't memeing at that point. I wasn't tweeting. I was just focused on my TV, hanging on her every last word. So for that to be the one part of the three-hour finale that they rushed, like... Literally, fuck you, Jesse. I know,
1: and I'm just like, do you guys really not understand what we want to watch? No, they don't. And you're not just gonna, like, give it to us? Because guess what? If you give it to us, the show will do better. Like, everybody wins if you just, like, extend Gabby's segment. Maybe don't bring in Sean Lowe. Like, to me, the answers are so simple. I don't know why they insist on, like... They're like, no, no, no. The show actually has to be, like, really boring for, like, two and a half hours and then only 30 minutes of good stuff. It's like, why wouldn't you at least try to make... Three hours of good stuff. Because they probably could have had Gabby come out from the beginning and be sitting there with Zach. That could have been a whole hour. I, and I honestly would have been on the edge of
0: my seat. I want to hear. And not at the, honestly, at the very least, this woman fucking deserves it. Mm-hmm. Again, she deserved to be broken up within private. She deserved to not have her sexual encounter blasted for all of America. And she deserved to have a little more time during this episode.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really shocking that she revealed that her and Zach had literally had a conversation about keeping this private between the two of them in the fantasy suite. Because I had always assumed maybe it was just something that was more spontaneous and not really discussed between the two of them, which is still wrong for Zach to bring it up in public. But like the fact that they blatantly explicitly said and zach said yeah this
0: is between us and then literally the next day told america that also gives me the ick it makes me feel like he kind of lured her in under false pretenses like she left out totally. her guard he's saying don't worry you're safe like it's just between us nothing to worry about and the very next day you come with a camera crew and you say that and even in that moment she admits she didn't know that her name would be tied to what right, they right. did it was just going to be like oh, i slept with someone and it would be one big fat mystery but no it was Gabby with the Scarlet Letter.
1: Yeah. And as soon as I started getting into that, it's when Jesse's like, m-m-m, guys, it- it's live TV, so <laughs> yeah. if you could um, speed <laughs> this along. I'm like, dude, it is just getting good. Like, are you kidding me? And we didn't really get an explanation from Zach of like, Kind of why he did the things he did, how he kind of reconciled it with Katie. Like, I am left still just as confused as I entered
0: this finale. Yeah, right as they're like getting to the good part with Gabby and Zach, he's like, "Uh, Excuse me, guys, Uh, we're going to (laughs) check in and see what Sean Lowe thinks about this situation. Yeah, like, uh, I think if anything, a takeaway from the Gabby and Zach conversation and everything we've learned about it thus far is that Zach is not, in fact, a baller.
1: Wouldn't you say? No, no, no. I would definitely agree with that. I didn't know you were so baller because you're not <laughs> a baller. Zach. Exactly. So she didn't know and she was correct in not knowing mm-hmm. that. Um, wait, When we were we were texting while the show was airing and you said you had a conspiracy theory because as Gabby's like giving this like gut-wrenching reflection of everything that had gone on on the show, um, we're like, oh, Gabby would have been like a very powerful bachelorette. You said you had a conspiracy theory on this and I would love to know okay. what it is.
0: Now I'll preface by saying I'm very happy that Charity's the Bachelorette. Mm -hmm. She looks like she's going to do an amazing job. They've showed a preview already, and I'm very excited to see her and see all that go down. It seems mind boggling why they wouldn't have chosen Gabby after this finale specifically. Like when the runner up has a gut wrenching ending, like you want to give that to them. And usually, like America's all about it. I think. It has something to do with timing. So right now, Charity is already underway. Like, she's already done her night one. Who knows? She's probably already in, like, first or second dates already. The season is premiering in June. June 25th or 26th is the Mm -hmm. premiere date. Yeah. I think Charity may have already been... I think it has something to do with timing. Like, I'm not communicating this properly. No, I
1: get what you're saying because I, quite frankly, I would even go as far as to say is they had a hunch that they would maybe want Charity to be the bachelorette in the beginning of Zach's season because we've talked about this. Charity, I loved watching her, but I never really saw much of a romantic spark between her and Zach. It always seemed more like a friendship, but she kept getting pulled, pulled, pulled to next round, next round, next round to hometowns so that they could pluck her for bachelorette. So I think
0: they maybe had that planned for a while i think she's a great choice but i think i don't know perhaps they had pulled her to be the bachelorette before gabby was even home like charity has mm-hmm. been gone for weeks at this point so she could have gone and started the process of i don't know meeting with a stylist or doing whatever they need to do yeah. and again this well, is just a theory i have in my brain i don't well, know yeah, if there's like, any... when
1: did they film the women tell all Definitely before all of this happened with Gabby, right? And that's when Charity was like a done deal announced,
0: right? So I think they needed someone that could actually start back then filming mm-hmm. or doing yeah. whatever leading up to it, and Gabby wasn't even available yet because she right. was still- she's
1: literally still in the show or. Kind of still on the show.
0: I understand that there are, like, I just don't want to get a million DMs questioning this theory because I understand it's not like a perfect science. But no, all I mean is, I think, it's is, a I think theory. charity was available before Gabby was. And yes. I think they've, because of timing and because the timing is weird this season, even Reality Steve said in our Patreon spoiler episode, it was something about, isn't there something about some type of sports Basketball game?
1: something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I well, don't no, fucking know. We're, we're
1: all out of sync with these seasons after the covid seasons and then they did two bachelorette seasons in a row with michelle and katie so everything's just like in a weird cycle normally we don't have the bachelorette in the summer like this so yeah reality steve said it has something to do with basketball finals which for some reason basketball has like the longest season in the world like it literally goes to like end of
0: june we need to talk about gabby's actual breakup though because i don't want to get too ahead of ourselves Mm -hmm. gabby's breakup is Legendary. So the van pulls her up. She gets out. You. She like curses and it like bleeps, and she says because she steps in mud. And she says when it actually matters when Katie arrives, don't do that to her. And my jaw. Yeah, mine too. I I was like, oh my god, she's going into this fully knowing. Mm -hmm. The odd thing is Zach's speech for her. He lists all the things he loves about her. Did you pick up on this? He said uh, one of the things he loves is her unwavering confidence that she has in both of them. I was like, is that a joke? She literally couldn't have more wavering confidence in your relationship, Zach. Like, she questioned it every step of the way. That's odd to point out. I feel like he was just saying words at that point. Like,
1: at this point, none of it really is making much sense to me. And I feel like Zach is just like finishing the job that he was selected to do
0: because you're right. That makes no sense. I also noted that I don't think a runner up in a breakup speech ever references the final person by name. Like you could say like, I'm in love with someone else or, you know, this other person. Gabby actually says like, Katie's amazing, or she's incredible. And it just was, to put the name on it makes it so much more real. Like, I was falling in love with you, and we were intimate just days ago, and I know that you're about to be engaged to someone I'm close with. Right.
1: I know, and I want, once again, Jesse, not asking the questions I want to know, I would love to know what this means for Katie and Gabby's friendship going forward, because I know I think they're they were really close during the filming of the show it seems like they're really on good terms now and are still really close but i would love to know like what kind of conversations needed to be had to like be able to move past that and keep their friendship and how they're working through that that would have been Mm -hmm. incredibly interesting i just uh, once again like why do we need to think of all the good questions
0: i just don't understand because the good questions you come to she's all batch for the good questions for Mm -hmm. If you want a peanut butter and fluff sandwich, you go to ABC. No more peanut butter and fluff. I've literally been eating fluff for the past three Mondays. I'm sick of it. So we're back in the studio with Gabby. Jesse brings up Fantasy Suite to her, but he prefaces it and says he's going to treat this conversation with the utmost respect. (laughs) That color looks good on you, Jesse, considering you were the one blasting Sex Week for everyone to hear last week. And earlier in the episode, you're sitting on a couch with Sean Lowe and Catherine talking about how zach couldn't keep it in his pants with gabby but in front of gabby he's like we're gonna treat this with the utmost respect no he's good on you jesse gabby says it's extremely violating that the entire nation knows everything i think like we all knew that but Mm -hmm. to hear it come out of her mouth and she like can't even hold it together my heart just broke for her Yeah, me too. I literally wrote in my notes, Zach told her this is just between us. Monster. He really
1: is. And I just wish that was more, not that I'm wishing that like we will send any bad vibes towards Zach's way, but like compare how they're treating Zach now to like how they treated Clayton for similar messiness in fantasy suites. And honestly, quite frankly, I would argue what Zach did was worse. Eh, Well, maybe not. Clayton also kind of aired out both Gabby and Rachel's business for all of america but i I just don't understand Um, and honestly quite frankly i think it boils down to the fact that zach is now engaged to katie and like they are always going to protect these final couples bottom line so but because clayton wasn't engaged to Susie at the time and it wasn't they got together after the show they weren't as protective over that and it's just like why why are we treating people so differently when quite frankly it seems pretty
0: similar and the way they're talking about these two people is like vastly different totally going back to gabby not being the next bachelorette did you pick up on jesse saying i know you're going to find the love of your life very very soon did you pick up on that
1: yes i did and which made me think maybe they will have her be bachelorette like in the fall or something
0: I mean, it's something. It's either that they're going to push her to be, obviously, if she hits the beach, she's going to be a person to totally date. Anyway, I know you're going to find the love of your life very, very soon. It's just a very really odd thing to say to someone. How do you know that, Jesse? <laughs> Unless you are going to have a hand in it. Right, that's what I took that to mean. Like, it would be really cool. I But I wish that was the end. Like, I wish they said at the end of the episode, like, mm-hmm. and Gabby's going to start her journey after Charity's done. We're going to do this switcheroo on you guys again. Like, do, I would love for that to happen, but it didn't happen. Instead, we just heard about, like, Zach's life. Yeah. Which no, I did I not want to hear.
1: Like, I just really think we didn't see a lot of Zach and Katie throughout these past few episodes to, like, care I really feel like all of Katie's stuff that could have shown us like what a great couple they are like was
0: cut. yeah, and I don't know if maybe just how he's handled everything. I don't even know if I want to care. like I'm kind mm-hmm. of like I don't usually when this happens, I like go I want to follow the new couple on Instagram like I'm sure they're gonna do their like obligatory post, their yeah. joint post that they have to do. Usually, I go I want to go and follow and look and I'm like so excited to see their new pictures that they post. like I actually don't care about Zach and Katie. I think Gabby was the winner this season. Me too. I think she was able to come out on top. I do hope she finds the love of her life very, very soon. And I hope that I'm able to witness it on my TV screen in some way. Absolutely. Moving over real quick to the actual proposal. I can no longer say that I'm falling in love with you. Insert like 20 second silence here. Only to say, because I am in love with you. I think that was a dick move. Like, he knows what he's doing. ABC didn't care enough to do anything with that. They should have. They should have taken that, not shown who he was talking to, and make it look like...
1: Yeah, I always wonder, though, like, there's no way they write those scripts, right? Like, I'm sure he was literally given a a piece of paper to memorize before walking down there. Because
0: I always wonder, they always have it memorized, both parties. Wait, I literally have the same... We need to start asking this. The next person that we talk Mm to that's made it to a finale are you reading off of something? Don't you notice they always look down? Yeah. And I always Maybe think, they like, are, are the reading. words on the ground? Like, who knows how? who to go first? Like, obviously, yeah. things are cut out. So I don't want to, like, be stupid and say, like, oh, Gabby didn't talk first. Zach talked first. But if you're being dumped, you don't talk first. Like, I feel like there's, like, a formula to, like, totally. who, how do you know who? Because, like, it's not just, like, hey, how are you? It's, like, the first night we met when your hair was up in a bun. Like it's so specific that someone has to know who to go first. Like there has to be some kind of rule.
1: Yes. And I, I'm like 99% sure that they don't write those things or they work on it with a producer or something, but like, cause they all sound so similar too. And I'm like, you guys aren't all the same level of like creative writer. So how (laughs) are these all turning out to be the same (laughs) like thing? Like, cause you're right. It's always the same cadence. Like, The day we first met. That's it. Every single time. That one
0: time on the group date when you gave me the rose, like, you realize how dumb your relationship has been as you go throughout the speech. Then I pulled you aside to get more time and (laughs) all the girls got mad at me. That's true love. That's true love. So Jesse's talking to Zach and Katie. We find out they're moving in together. We find out they're happy. Jesse asks zero questions that we actually want to hear about. And then Mm -hmm. Jesse goes, all right, we're going to take a commercial break, but you better come back because we have a lot to talk about. And I'm like, do we? Like, what do we have to talk about? We know they're moving in together and they're happy. You're not asking anything we care about. So literally, there's nothing else to talk about. We find Mm -hmm. out that there isn't anything else to talk about, but there's something to show and they show us charities a piece of charities night one yes
1: i was laughing so hard at this because so the whole thing of it's charities night one they're like oh there's a man you have history with everyone's like oh my god is it an ex no it's her brother great and so then her brother is going into the house to be undercover to like spy on the guys or whatever but he puts on this whole disguise why doesn't he just go into the house like normal and pretend like he's one of the suitors. Like, I, like no one knows what Charity's brother looks like who's on the show. He could just walk in. Like, the disguise was absurd to me. If anything, you're looking worse and more suspicious with your yeah. little glue-on mustache. Also, uh, something I know, like, it's just her brother coming to, like, help. And it's a nice, beautiful moment. But there's something a little icky to me about, like... This is a dating show, and your brother is like walking out of the limo. I'm like, yeah, like for a hot second, I'm like, no, her brother's not here to like date. know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's He's obviously like- <laughs> not true, but like, it's just it was just like weird. The fact that he came out of the limo in the same way that all the other guys were that are going to be dating her did was just a little like, eh, to me. I won't even. Say, it wasn't even icky. It was just like a little, eh. I'm like, guys, eh, eh you
0: know yeah and i'm sure viewers would have maybe preferred to see maybe charity connecting with someone from night one like show us Mm -hmm. one of the hot guys from night one that she really connects with maybe someone that she considers for first impression rose instead we just see her brother come out i mean i do i am excited to see like how that unfolds i do agree it was a little silly with the costume and that like people maybe don't necessarily know what charity's brother looks like so he doesn't need a costume but maybe some of them watched her hometown date and would recognize the brother. That's what I took it as. Like, he's trying to disguise himself from people that potentially know him because he's famous. Hometowns feels like months away at this point, so they could have done their research on her brother. Mm -hmm. They probably know everything about him. I bet you there's gonna be someone that could tell that it's him in disguise. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, because he's going to be the only person wearing a disguise in the whole thing. So it's like, obviously, there's something up with that guy over there in the corner. (laughs) (laughs)
0: He's like, why is that guy wearing a top hat and like a fake (laughs) mustache and a toupee? Yeah.
1: Um, So how would you rank this season overall?
0: I think for as like classic as the ending was, we haven't had a season end in engagement since Peter's season, a bachelor Mm -hmm. season. So for it to end in such a classic way, I am pleased that it came with a lot of drama at the end. Not, I mean, obviously my heart breaks for Gabby, but it was entertaining all the drama that unfolded. I would rank it a B minus. Okay. I think I would rank it a C. Okay.
1: Why? Because to me, C is like a very average grade. And to me, this was a very average season. Mm-hmm. Like, like truly, I think in two years from now, nothing is going to stand out from it. Do you think Katie and Zach are going to last? Maybe, but only because they both already live in Austin, Texas. And truly, that's the only reason why I think maybe they have a shot, because they can actually date like normal people.
0: So they're moving in the same place. If they download the Paired app and go to paired.com slash she's all batch, I do have faith that, like, they could last for a significant amount of time. Six Six months, only if yeah. they download the app, though.
1: I just really would love to know like how they have worked through some of these issues if they have or if they're just sweeping things under the rug and are just being like, oh, we're just going to like be happy Um, because that would give me a little bit more clarity. And if I can root for them as a couple or not,
0: but we'll see. I'm just looking to see if he posted anything real quick. He did. Okay, coming in hot. Two minutes ago, Zach posts about Katie for the first time. It's a picture of their proposal and he writes the love of my life. This woman right here deserves the world and I'm beyond thankful to have her in my life. I fall in love with you more and more each and every day. I love you. Best friend, purple heart and dolphin emoji. Wow. Interesting choice of emojis there.
1: Yeah. And where is I, to circle back, where is Zach's actual best friend from before he went on this show? Like his platonic male best friend, because now all of a sudden he's just like, Katie's my best friend. It's like, What about your best friend from before? Who is that? Who is that? Do we know him? No, we don't know him, but I'm just saying, like, Zach had a best friend when he entered this Everyone says that,
0: though. Calling your spouse your best friend is nothing
1: new. I know. I'm just like, if I was Zach's best friend when he went into this, I'd be a little sad. If you're Zach's best friend, step forward. We want to interview you. Yeah.
0: He's like, it's been a rough go. Just a to break up with one best friend for the next. Katie replies to that Instagram post and says, I love you so much. Red heart. So excited to do life with you, baby. Heart emoji, like the smiley face with the hearts all around your face. No dolphin emoji. I want to know what that mm. means.
1: Yeah. I don't recall seeing any dolphins on this season. Mm,
0: mm. Okay. Well, okay. this has been a lovely time. Congrats to Katie and Zach. May you live a long life together, blissfully. Peace and love. Peace and love. Live, laugh, love, some might say. I hope you dance. Mm. I'm everything I am because you loved me.
1: Um, Yeah, (laughs) shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll (laughs) land among the stars. Uh,
0: Can't eat, can't sleep, reach for the stars, World Series kind of stuff. What is that? World Um, Series? it It takes two, Olsen Twins.
1: Oh. I thought you were, like, getting sporty on me. i no. like, oh, this is a World Love Series commercial. Love is like commercial. that,
0: can't eat, can't sleep, reach for the stars oh, yes, yes, over yes. the fence, World Series kind of stuff. Olsen twins know it best. All right, well, so, oh, guys, so this is going to be our last, like, Tuesday recap until June. Mm-hmm. So you could check us out on Thursdays. We drop regularly there every single week. And if you find that with the lack of recaps, there is a void in your life, head over to patreon.com slash she's all batch because there's tons of bonus content there and more to come on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. Okay? So I guess, like, I mean, we're saying goodbye and then we'll see you on Thursday. But, like, we're saying goodbye to recaps for a good chunk of time. So you're going to be okay with this, guys? If you need to, like, talk it through, my DMs are open.
1: (laughs) Don't say that. You'll get another 3,000 DMs. The DMs are closed, actually.
0: Just kidding. Please DM us. Well... I guess, until Charity sees it. Well, no, no. I'll see you Thursday. We'll see you Thursday. Yeah, like, guys, we're not we're not dying, Stephanie. Like, <laughs> we will
1: still regularly be doing our Thursday episode. And there's Patreon. We're around. We're around town. It, this is not the end of an era. It's not goodbye. It's a see you later. I jump,
0: you jump. You jump, I jump. I'm trying to think of more. Yeah. Um, Parting is such sweet sorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, is that it? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches.
1: Hey guys, I wanna tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, one that Stephanie and I have even guested on called Love to See It. It's a smart and progressive, snarky, but affectionate dissection of reality dating shows and what they say about all of us. Culture writers, Emma Gray and Claire Fallon recap shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and beyond. And also guys, they break down every episode in obsessive detail. And they unpack all the weird messages pop culture sends to us about love, sex, and dating. Listen to Love to See It wherever you get your podcasts.